0: I think it's undeniable now. We've been saying it all along, but we can't deny it. it, it it's just a fact. The mullet magic is real.
1: <laughs> mullet magic is real, Leah. And I tell you what, this is a, this is a team that, that that beat the Coyotes two weeks ago, and it honestly, I don't know if it even looked close tonight. The Coyotes were good.
0: The coyotes were good. Lots to talk about. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. Craig will be calling for a shortly. Boy, howdy. I feel like that's appropriate since the Predators. Um, yeah, the Coyotes dominated this one.
1: Yeah, this one from beginning to end, I thought they, they looked like the better team. And it's funny how we keep saying these young players, but I, I tell you what, guys like Michelli and McBain and this this team look good. They When they play fast and they come out of the gates quick, they're a good hockey team. And what's happened even in St. Louis, you look at goaltender hangs hangs the team in it early. Um, This wasn't the case. I thought the Coyotes looked good right from the. They had 18 shots in the first period. eighteen. 18 That's, shots in the yeah. first period. That's a game total for this team.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. They've scored fewer shots in goal in a game this year. Um, eighteen shots on goal was a season high. And they scored se- they had not scored, they had 17 shots on goal two other times this season against the Rangers and the Canadians. They lost both of those games. One of them was an overtime loss. And then, I mean, let's just get in the numbers <laughs> right away. Um, because their shot output tonight. 43 shots on goal. This is something we never see from the Coyotes. It's something we always see against them. You know, looking at 40 shots from Nashville. Yeah, we're used to that. 43 shots from the Coyotes is a season high. Their previous season high was 39. They had that two times, once against Montreal, once against Anaheim couple 36 34 and then it didn't really ever come close so just a crazy shot output their power play one for four successful their penalty kill was six for six against nashville's power play i mean it, besides the face-off circle which obviously didn't really m- matter for the final score tonight they pretty much dominated all the categories they needed to tonight
1: yeah this one. you know you start with the shots on goal you get 43 shots on goal it, it, you better score some goals. And, and this was a big offensive outburst for this team. But the big stat for me on this sheet is the, the penalty kill. I mean, they, the Nashville Predators going 0-6 on the power play. Last time they played Nashville a few weeks ago, Yossi gets 2 on the power play. Yeah. Um, tonight, they held them off off the score sheet on the power play. That, that's two consecutive games, 0-6, over 6, 6 That's 12 straight kills by this... By this Coyotes team that hasn't been that good on the penalty kill this season. I mean, they've been average on the penalty kill. They haven't been great. This is 12 straight on the kill against, you know, a, a really good power play. Tonight. And and, and well, let's say this, too. Nashville needs these wins. Like Nashville yeah, and
0: Scott is... just pointed it out in the chat. The Coyotes are playing playoff spoiler. Preds are going to have a tough time making it in there now.
1: Agreed. I mean, this is in—they're right on that fringe, trying to chase the Calgary Flames down first before they get into the wild card chase. This team needs to win, and they're desperate. And it's amazing how many teams come in here that are better on paper or in the standings and think, "Okay, this is—I don't know if they think it's going to be easier, or if it's just a mindset that you're playing in the mullet and it—it it feels like a preseason game." I, I don't know what it is. Teams have to be ready; like they have to know. The Coyotes are going to be good in this building. They have to. They, I'm pretty sure they have TVs in Nashville, don't they? Like, they know that they're going to come into Mullet and this is going to be a battle. And the Coyotes just looked fast. And, and I, I guess the good news for the future of this team is they have a lot of young legs. I talk about J.J. Mosher on the back end looked great again tonight. I, I, I talk about Valimaki And these young players make this team so quick this is a fast hockey team playing as a desperate playoff team and they still come out on top and honestly the third period when you expected a huge push by the Predators I know the shots got a little lopsided in the third period but but that's when the Coyotes were at their best in the third period they get three goals in the third they out they outscore the Predators three to one and, and you look at the Predators goal and it feels so bad for process oh it was
0: so cool you and you texted me was, this is your fault because PD texted me it's all my first fault. first shutout and it was like two minutes later.
1: Yeah. And I so they get scored they on, on a six six on five, and and really he makes the first save even on the goal that goes in. He makes the first save and the puck just kind of lays there on the rebound, um, and that's the only stretch where I felt like Nashville kind of tilted the ice towards the Coyotes. Is that last minute with the net
0: only with four minutes to go?
1: I know. But that's what that's what I mean about those Coyotes. And when you, when, when Keller Schmaltz and Hayden were on the ice, wow, like they that line is just playing so well right now. And the big key, I'm finally so glad it got rewarded because we talked about it on the last show how Barrett Hayton is doing the little things right and he's getting to the net and he's being aggressive getting to the blue paint. And he usually doesn't get rewarded, he pulls the defenders to him and leaves the open ice for, for Schmaltz and Keller. But tonight, he gets to the blue paint and he finally gets that loose rebound that he's been waiting for. It takes two whacks at it and he's able to get one in. So I, I, I'm really glad to see him get rewarded. That line was was a scoring threat every time on the ice.
0: Absolutely. Um his eleventh of the season and he was it was that power play goal um was Barrett Hayden. So very happy to see that. I love how we just kind of dove in and didn't even acknowledge the tank. I think we're just past that. We're past it. Yeah. There's past just it. We don't need to talk about it. Um, I I love it, and it's so funny. uh, Evs in the chat commented, "All this winning is boring." PD, have any new puzzles yet? Evs, imagine when we actually can like be happy about a win guilt-free.
1: I know. (laughs) Oh, I can't can believe we're really... saying
0: all this winning is boring. This is a tank year. They've barely won, although they've won more than we thought. What they.
1: about the when, when we're getting to this point in the year when where there's 18, 17, 16 games left and you're scratching for a playoff spot? Can you imagine what these games are going to be like? Like, oh my goodness, pull out the OGs because we're going to have a heck of a time. They like get the stress. Like now, they're stress-free even when they're winning or losing. It's stress-free. When it matters, oh my goodness, it's going to be exciting. This team, all I can say is you get... You, you, these little glimpses get you excited about the future and the what ifs and what could be. And we didn't see that last year, that one stretch on their Eastern road trip at the end of the year, maybe, but not continually. And somebody in the chat said something about McBain and how exciting it is to watch McBain. I will say this, that kid has has blown away the expectations I had for him. I thought he might be a fourth line guy that gets the net because the knock has always been his skating Maybe he can't skate well enough, um, but a- a- everything he has done this season and now with Bukestad being gone, he stepped up into an even a bigger role with Kraus, and-, and he just continues to impress me on-, on the way he plays on both ends of the ice. So I, I can't wait to see what the ceiling is uh, on-, on Jack McBain and how far he can actually go in this league because he's playing much, much better than I expected for him, and he gets his 10th goal of the season tonight.
0: Yeah, Jack McBain, I, 10 goals. I you just said it. What a sh- what a play from that whole line. That was a complete line effort. Michelli g- going behind the net, setting up the Krause shot that led to McBain getting the rebound and the eventual goal. That the second line, you know, we we just talked about Hayton Keller and Schmaltz, but you can't just count even the Coyotes second line. Um they've been a threat all season long and and ever since McBain has kind of slid in and Bugstad's absence he's really thrived um and it's really great to see him get on the score sheet
1: yeah and you know one thing you, you said Leah you look at those first three goals we're gonna we're, the Schmaltz goal it's an empty netter and it, it iced this thing with with under minutes go. so put that one aside for now but the first three goals of the game the common theme and the common thread in those first three goals by the Coyotes is they shot the puck they put the puck on net you look at Richie's Mosier, Great shot. But what happens? Richie's going to the net. He comes out of the North corner. He beats his, his, his check or hit the, the predator that he's out of the corner with beats him to the net tips, the puck. It's in why? Because Moser delivered it to the net. Barrett Hayton's goal on the power play. Keller delivers it to the net. Hayton's there for the rebound. McBain's. You talked about it, that pass by Michelli. I, I, I watched that again and we got the benefit of seeing it in slow motion. He puts that through four predators in live speed, that is a phenomenal pass. I don't want to under I mean, that was phenomenal pass by Michelli. If you get a chance to see that again on Twitter online, his ability to find Kraus, his ability to make plays for a young player like that is absolutely elite, and that's why he's among the the best uh, in rookie scoring right now. But but again, the goal is created because Kraus delivers the puck to the net, and McBain's there for the rebound. Shoot get to the net. It's not that complicated. There's not that, but you don't need to rate up the, the Philly Philly in the end zone for the red zone for football, shoot the puck, get to the net and, and good things happen. And this team hasn't done that enough. And now they're finally learning it w- with under 20 games to go.
0: Yeah. I love it. The chat saying M- Michelli magic, Um, you know, excited about him in the future. And, you know, we focus a lot on the Coyotes landing a top draft pick. And that is the most important thing. Obviously I'm not saying it's not, but it's cool to think about what the Kides have now that's gonna be part of the future. Players like Michelli, players like Mosier, maybe Valamaki as well. It's just it's just fun to think about that. There there is a lot of potential, and that's really what we've seen here and, and what the coaching staff has brought out of these guys. And that's why they hired Andre Turney when they did, because he's known to develop young players well. And development has really been the thing that's been missing in this organization's history. And we're kind of watching players develop in front of our very eyes and maybe it's going against the larger task at hand, but I am keeping the positivity that Sean put out there in the universe, that the Coyotes are winning and therefore they will be rewarded by the hockey gods. I'm sticking
1: to it. You talk about young players too. There's another young player we haven't even started to talk about today, a 24 year old Russian that has played um, in his first game for the Coyotes uh, this season. Am I right? Yeah. This, this season, is the first yep. game he's played this season. Wow. He had three last year and three in 2021, but his first game of the year.
0: And his first NHL win as well. Um, Ivan Prozvitov. <laughs> What are
1: like are we? Can we? What can a we random! About, what
0: a random thing that happened today. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was going to say first of all, can we talk about pronunciation? It's been we've been saying prosvatov and now it's prosvatov So anyway, we'll, we're just going to go know. with prosvatov well, and we're <laughs> sticking with it. But 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 this well, morning, at the morning skate, he's not there. He's not nope. at the morning skate.
0: You and I were trying to find out who was starting, and we yeah couldn't we were talking about like,
1: yeah like so I started had to be Ingram, and then an hour later they call up prosvatov and go well maybe somebody got sick or hey, no no we're just going to see how the kid can play. Yep. i.e. the goaltending's been good and we've been winning games and we're still trying to get towards the bottom of the standing so let's throw an american league at it and see what happens
0: and you know Oops. what happens Oops. arizona is where coyotes where goalies go to thrive i saw it's somebody unreal. tweeted somebody literally tweeted tonight like i'm i'd be i just want to see what the coyotes can turn me into if they put me in
1: now <laughs> <laughs> it's true though you like, thought for sure. This kid hasn't played in this. He played three games last year. None this year in the National Hockey League. And he's been averaging the American League. So he said, OK, Preds, look at this offense. And the Pred needs to win. Oh, well, let's hang this poor kid out to dry. Nope, nope. Almost pitches his first NHL shuttle. Almost. Sorry. That almost. My
0: so close. Um, Yeah, he was he was unreal tonight. He had a crazy save in the second period. Uh, I don't know how it even happened it was just unbelievable just a crazy sequence to end the second period there um he he did what he needed to do and like you said Nashville kind of came to play in the third and he faced the test faced the challenge and and really did well and did what the Coyotes goalies have been doing all season which is giving the team a chance to win and granted Nashville they weren't coming heavy with shots in the first half of the game but if you look at the shot totals to end the game that's a lot of shots. That's a that's a coyote's goalie initiation. And we've talked enough about it. So I think it's time we can crown Ivan Prosvetov or Prosvitov. We'll find out. Tonight's DraftKings, King of the Game. 39 saves. That's good for a 974 save percentage and his first NHL win. So close to his first NHL shutout. Mm. But Ivan, hopefully this gives him confidence. I doubt the coyotes plan to keep him up here long. Roadrunners are trying to make the playoffs, trying to go on a playoff run, which is good. I'm actually glad this happened because it's a mental game for goalies. And I, I think having a win and not just a win a win like the one he had will only help his confidence.
1: Yeah, the, the interesting thing for me, because I've watched Prozatov play a lot since he was drafted by the Coyotes and kind of watched his development. But you see a kid now, he's 24. He's been with the organization for a while, but he's still just a kid. He's only 24 years old. You look at Carell, who is young. He's 26. Prozatov is five, And one of the things, he's always been incredibly athletic, com- incredibly competitive. The knock on him has always been there's always that one goal that gets by him. He can play great, make unbelievable saves, acrobatic saves, but then there's that one that sneaks by that he wish he could get back. And tonight he didn't have that. This is the first time that I've seen him in the National Hockey League where he looked calm, in control, and big when he looked big. And you talked about that play at the end of the second period where it, it, he makes you know the two quick saves and the one into the empty net. I mean, he's going to be an empty net and he gets his glove on it. I thought he looked big. He looked calm um and this is the best i've seen him look here so again the reason you bring him up is exactly what they did he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year you need to find out what you have and is the guy you need to resign to make sure you keep him in your organization and the only way you can find that out is if you play him so I understand why they're playing him. He's a guy that they had hoped was their goalie of the future. And he's kind of had a few setbacks over the last two seasons in the American League. But I thought he looked really good tonight. And I hope he gets another opportunity. To your point, he'll go back to Tucson and, and keep continuing to make their see if they can make a playoff run down there. But I hope we get to see him again to see if he can get that consistent game here before the end of the season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because his numbers in Tucson haven't been... You know, crazy good 306 goals against average for 900 save percentage in 35 games this season. Granted, the Roadrunners are in seventh. I think they're still in seventh, but they're, you know, right on the bubble of being in that playoff race. Um, so, you know, though Craig loves his goals saved above average. Stats. I don't know where to find that for the AHL, um, but yeah, like like you said, he he came to play tonight, and it's Mark in the chat. It's Carter Hutton available, <laughs> and then Ethan <laughs> said wouldn't mind Peter Mrazik. I know it's crazy, but it, it doesn't is. matter. Peter Morazic would come here and I mean, have yep. the best year of his career. He would. Like it, it's just
1: he would. Like it. It's a. It. it, it just, they can't help it. Like this is the way this happened. Like I'm. I. I really believe they thought there was a two pronged attack here. I think yes, you need to see what you have as a free agent, but I also thought, hey, our goalies have been really good here. Like, I'm sure the Connor Bedard in the back of their head goes, hey, maybe we should put a different goalie in. And, and I tell you what, I, I, they just they can't lose at the Mullet. They can't lose. I don't know. Bring up, bring on the next team. So what we need to do, and we need a research department on this, is you look at the wins at the Mullet this year right and we've talked about boston we've talked about colorado we've talked about vegas um who is the most recent one that with tampa in, in the big shot i would like to know if anybody has and toronto it has beaten all of those teams um at home this season in their building yeah and now if you talk about boston you have to scratch boston out of the list because they can't beat themselves so they clearly <laughs> haven't beaten all those teams i'm curious i'm just yeah. curious so we're gonna have to get a research team on that because yeah. this is how good this team is at the mullet I don't know if it's just a one-year thing and people are going to figure it out and the boards and the ice and the lights and the hotels and the differences, but, but for now,
0: it's real. Coyotes versus 1980 miracle on ice team. Uh, Nobody taking the miracle team versus us at the mullet. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Love it. Um, Before we move on, I don't want to lose track of it. We do have a super chat from our friend Um, Thank you so much for your $10 super chat. We appreciate you. He said, this is just a thank you for all love in return. Personally, use this to get a couple delicious Four Peaks drinks next time you're wow. at Illegal Pete's on me. Alltex, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Hopefully one day you can come out to the desert and join us at Illegal Pete's or at Four Peaks, but we will definitely Take you up on that. I don't need an excuse to go drink a four
1: peaks beer, pd And Altex understands the assignment. Throw a couple of sponsors' names in the super chat. Like, yes, this.
2: <laughs> I love it. I'm still kind of. Altex with the
1: assist on
0: that. the ad read.
1: <laughs> did, did, you, did you see Altex tweet today? Yes. About so schmaltz, the liberating schmaltz thing? Classic. <laughs> Good <laughs> it was stuff. fantastic. Um,
0: but if you're not, listen, not everyone got the invite to Craig's St. Patrick's Day party. I know. So, if you didn't get the invite, the best place to send St. Paddy's Day is at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Duh. Hang out with your favorite degenerates, the people who didn't get the invite to Craig's St. Patrick's Day party, and enjoy a damn good time. Um, no better place I can think of. Uh, don't don't tell Craig. Just St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll swing by. Well, that can be yes. the pregame, PD. We'll, we'll pregame at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, then we'll Uber because... 21 yes. and older, enjoy responsibly to Craig St. Patrick's Day party. And we can come with four Peaks beer in tow. So looking forward to that. Can't wait. Um, also, the chat is saying it's 4-3 Seattle now. What a game. That game started 3-0 Ottawa. Now it's 4-3 Seattle. And you want to hear something crazy, PD? I do. Our coworker Owen. It's who 4-4. Would... Oh, it's 4-4, but still crazy game. Our coworker worker Owen, who is on the PHNX Rising podcast. No has a layover in Seattle, and he was saying to me, should I go to a Kraken game? And I said, you definitely should. So this is, not, this is not made up. This is a true story. So for like the last two weeks, Owen has been checking game time on his phone, looking at these tickets. So on Tuesday night, when you and I were at the studio and Sean and I went to go get ice cream, and then Sean and I came back and Owen said, in the time that you and Sean went to get ice cream and came back, I bought tickets on game time. So Owen is at this game in Seattle, like watching this unbelievable game. He has no rooting interest. It's just a great hockey game. Um, And he got his tickets on game time. And he even told me, he said he opened Ticketmaster and saw that they were $20 more expensive there. He definitely got them cheapest on game time. So what can I say? It's a true success story. Um, So if you want to be like Owen and, go to go an amazing be game like, oh, i mean speaking of four peaks beer um, <laughs> check <laughs> out the game time app save up to 60 percent when you buy your tickets last minute and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in our description all right well he's here so let's bring him in it's craig
2: leah are you being held hostage somewhere
0: <laughs> i i know <laughs> We haven't I,
1: talked uh, about her studio setup right now. That's she, she wants like today. and
0: I are in the same like room yeah, same because my wall the, the colors. <laughs> Some,
1: You're she's just sitting over top. on the other corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just in the other corner.
0: Yeah, this is my uh, this is my temporary home setup. I promise you, when I'm at home, it will not always be a crazy blank wall. But you know, still in the process of getting everything set up. So this is the best I can do. <laughs> oh man. But Craig, yeah, the Coyotes are too yeah. good at
2: home. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good at home. You know, I. You know what I did tonight? I started going through home records for the Coyotes through the, throughout their history, and yes. they've got eleven games left at home. So, with way the way they've been playing, how many games do you think they could win? Uh, four. Only four out of eleven. Six. Okay. See, that's what I was thinking too, Leah. Six wins you know what that would equal then that would be 22 wins which is also the amount of wins they had in 2011 12 when they went to the western conference final
1: <laughs> i'm gonna I was about to leave the show like they're, they're, they're in a tank season craig they're supposed oh, to be losing for bedard i got
2: a couple fun anecdotes <laughs> because we just had bill on the show and i love how transparent he is about this they're having fun with this they're the, the players are literally giving him crap about it when they win games he walks past us the, the media as he's going into the, the locker room he looks at us he goes big win
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then andre is giving me hell about not showing up for the skate today say oh you come here because it's closer I'm like, well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll come. Are you practicing? Said, yeah, I'll see you at the ice tent. I said, wait, are you actually practicing? He goes, no, we don't need to practice anymore. We just win games. <laughs> we
1: just win games. <laughs> it's so unreal. they're having fun
2: with us. They're having fun with us, And you've got to feel good for these guys. In spite of the thing that we've talked about, that thing, a hundred times, this team's winning and this team might get on a crazy little roll. Like I was looking at the standings and – I think they're a point behind Montreal now. They could catch Montreal. They could catch Vancouver. They could
1: catch St. Louis. Can catch they can catch Philly. Like, they, maybe yeah, St. Louis. Could, I don't think they can like catch ninth. Detroit, but that's it. That would no, be, yeah, I think that's the Detroit. ceiling. But, Craig, they played well. It wasn't just they the did. goalie that kept them in. it. This team looked good. They looked fast. They looked young. They got pucks to the net. They drove to the net. This was a team win tonight. The goalie was good, but it wasn't, in, they didn't win because of the goalie. They, they were the better team.
2: Yeah, and Andre talked about that too. He said we've been so reliant on Veggie and Connor Ingram the way they played that we, we, you know, we've been too reliant on them. They they've been carrying us. So this was sort of a wake up call to say, hey, we better dial it in. And I really thought, you know, at least through the first couple of periods, they really did dial it in, blocking shots. They were just all out to uh, to play well in front of Ivan Prosvatov, But he also played well tonight. He was he was good in goal. He got the call around noon or a little earlier than that. He said he was on the bike riding you know, and it was, he was like, really? <laughs> okay. I'm coming up. So he's on his way up in the early afternoon. Todd Walsh asks him, what were you thinking about as you're driving up? But he's like traffic. I was hoping I'd make it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. you know, the traffic from Tucson to here it, it, between noon and two o'clock, that's when you're napping. That's your nap time. And he was driving from Tucson.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. No. And, and also, yeah, the, you, know, you know, that drive like they've widened yes. most, most of it to three lanes, but not like the area that needs it the most. That's still two lanes when you get near the valley. Oh, it's Thank awful.
0: You. I used yeah, to do that drive horrible. a million times. That's incredible.
1: That's incredible that he didn't get the call until almost lunchtime. That's, That's
0: phenomenal. crazy. Yeah, we, that was just such a shocking move today and nobody knew what was going on. And then you think, OK, well, like maybe, maybe, you know, he hadn't won before in the NHL. He yeah. ha- he's had an okay season in Tucson and then he freaking was lights out 39 yeah. saves
2: and that's encouraging right it's one game obviously so yeah. you don't want to jump to any conclusions no, but
0: good for your confidence
2: absolutely and this is a guy that's been in their system for a while now that they're hoping will emerge he's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the season with arbitration rights I'm, I'm not sure he has much of an argument in arbitration but you know it's coming to the point where they need to decide whether he's a part of this franchise for the future cuz like after that he's i, I don't know if he will be with the franchise if he doesn't take a step forward and in this one game obviously isn't going to change their minds one way or the other but maybe this does give him a boost of confidence he will be back in Tucson for the playoffs they really want the roadrunners to make the playoffs they st- it's still nip and tuck although they have a little bit of a a lead in in seventh place. They could even climb up a little higher in the standings. They really want that team in the postseason. So maybe this gives him a little bit of boost to get some confidence from playing well in the NHL.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, we haven't even finished talking about the game yet. So I feel like we should just do that with you, Craig, <laughs> if, you don't, if you're if you down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can be here for this. And I'm not forgetting. I'm not saving it for the third segment. We're doing it now. Let's read Petey's Keys and see how... We'll go
1: quick because Craig's here. He. Yossi, w- would, yes. you say, would you say they stopped Roman Yossi?
2: <laughs> I would yes. say that the National Predators looked awful tonight. <laughs> Power
1: play. Preds, see that that that's a typo it's preds pk was perfect in their last six games you
0: wrote pp
1: well i might have written pp but our power play their pk and the coyotes get a power play goal so that's a ding. goaltending again and three dings equals a coyote win
2: yeah yeah i was uh, like i had it queued up with roman yossi in particular because he's like he's like a two point per game yeah. player against the coyotes
1: and he had recently. his opportunities. And
2: yeah, he did. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't think Nashville really dialed it in until much later in the game. They didn't, they didn't look very good to me tonight, which was surprising because even though, you know, they're probably headed toward a rebuild of sorts, the way that the two teams ahead of them are playing Winnipeg and Calgary, they still have a chance to get in the playoffs, but they didn't, they didn't play with that sort of urgency tonight.
1: Yeah, they, they didn't, especially with all of those power plays and it it's, I, I think this is one of those games they're going to look at, and they go, "This is the game we had to win."
2: Yeah, yeah. A lot of teams will be saying that about their
1: loss at Mullet. <laughs> Mullet, yeah.
0: Wild. Um. By the way, Brett Ritchie. We we touched on his goal, but his first game as a Coyote finally made it down here after all his visa issues. Um, first goal as a Coyote, seventh goal of the season. So great to see him right in on the action. We saw Mackie gets. Get points in his first two games. Not tonight. He was more so in the penalty box tonight, but um trying to help the coyotes lose, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That was a completely complete joke. But um, and then Nick Schmaltz continuing his crazy goal scoring performance now has 21 on the season. I know it was an empty net goal, but it still counts. And uh Keller just continuing to rack up points. So it,
2: Did it's Keller have one or two tonight. I didn't even check the final sheet. Was it excited I didn't had, see what happened on he the had at or... least He had two. Okay. Yeah, he had two. So I think he's at a point per game pace now.
1: The Hayton and, uh, yeah, it's just 39th assist. The
0: Schmaltz and the Hayton.
2: Amazing, Goals right? Assisted, yeah. Brett Ritchie, uh, we talked to him. He's actually been here for several days. He just couldn't work. Uh without a work visa. So well, if you're going like, to be so,
0: stuck in Scottsdale versus that's stuck what he in said. Calgary. He's like, the last
2: time we came here with Calgary, it was rainy and kind of cold. We didn't like that. But he's like, I got here and I'm like, I've just been hanging out. I went golfing with somebody. It's like, oh, so you got to know the Valley pretty well. And I also, of course, asked him the question about swapping with his brother. Yes. He said that he said the house swap is actually going to happen. The problem right now is each of their fiancés are live still living in the city where they were. <laughs> And, and of course, we're all think, wait, wait, you're not gonna say it, right? Thank God he didn't say, yeah, we're just gonna swap fiancés, but they're gonna be swapping houses at some point soon. So Bill was right, it is cheap housing.
1: That's <laughs> another show Leah's watching on Netflix, by the way. Fiance
2: <laughs> swap, fiance swap. swap, probably is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fiance swap, <laughs> swap UK. UK.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, well, but the, i tell you what God. for him he did the right thing craig got to the net bigger body yeah I, I thought yep. that he's gonna fit right in with this group skates well enough gave gets pace.
2: yeah i gave him pace tonight too I I, yeah. I I didn't mind his game at all tonight
0: oh man well we talked about tucson already to do with you know pros is it prosvitov or prosvitov
2: prosvitov prosvitov okay. oh well Proz- of course, Pearls Vitaal. Okay. Ivan, Pearls um, Vitaal. No, and, he doesn't roll me. And... P, sorry. <laughs>
0: that
2: was an accident.
0: And an we, accident. And we talked an about, about um, Tucson's quest for the playoffs, and the Coyotes why actually... You have,
2: why you have to be mad, PD? Why you have to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm channeling you, <laughs> Liam calling right now.
0: The Coyotes actually made a minor league move today to acquire defenseman Steven Camfer from the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for our favorite future considerations. Um, Camfer, one dollar. Yep, Camfer, you know that, f-
2: that's what future considerations I, I, I
0: did, it's
2: but one dollar. Yeah, sorry, I'm doing the trading places thing. You it's
0: don't all good. Other, you? Um, it in was 40- for
1: one dollar. That's Leah doesn't get that either. She didn't know fast times, how the, the hell she usual training trading places. One the dollar. usual one that was over a dollar. Never mind, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Never mind. <laughs> All
0: right, in 44 You're games really played crazy. with <laughs> Grand Rapids this season, uh, four goals, 18 assists, 22 points, 26 penalty minutes for Stephen Camper. Um, I know it's a minor move, but it goes to show that Bill Armstrong and the Coyotes are thinking about their AHL club, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but God. you look, at he's an NHL guy. He's played 231 games in the National Hockey League. He's 35 years old. It's a veteran guy of 34. I'm sorry. He's a 34-year-old veteran player that's going to help that team down in the American League. You need veteran players to win in the American League. I know it's a dev- developmental league, and you get all those young kids, but you need guys like Stephen Camper if you're going to make a run in the playoffs. And I think that was a huge deal to show them that they're serious.
2: Yeah, and when you look at what's happened to that team on on defense, first of all, Lucas Cloak left the team early in the season to go back. For a personal situation, maybe he'll come back at some point. But that was a guy that they counted on having for a long time. Victor Soderstrom's up here, so you know they've they've had some defections that they didn't expect. I guess you can say you maybe you thought Soto was going to be here at some point this season, but that wasn't assured. So you want to give them the best chance. Again, that <laughs> there's a balance, right? You want to give guys NHL looks, and they're they're doing some of that, but you want to make sure that that team wins and can play meaningful games at the end of the season in the playoffs. Steven Kaffer is going to help them in more ways than leadership. He's probably going to help their power play. So that that's a good pickup and he's a free agent at the end of the season. So, and, and Grand Rapids wasn't going to the playoffs. So it made sense to make this sort of deal. Hopefully Tucson can, you know, not only get in the playoffs, but maybe they can do a little damage if they can climb a little higher, it would, it would be nice to see that team have a little bit of a run.
1: And they brought up a good point. You talked about Cracknell. Um, he's also been a huge leader for this team. There's another guy playing over 30 in, in the American League. And, and I've talked to the coaching staff there, and they said he's been a huge piece of their success because he's almost like having an extra coach on the ice because of his experience in both the National Hockey League and the American League.
0: Uh, Nicholas said, is future considerations any good? I don't remember ever hearing about him in
2: Tucson. Never <laughs> seems to contribute, yeah, no matter yeah, where he Yeah, I know,
0: he, he's a suitcase in this league. Man, Seriously. you see him going everywhere. Um, we got another super chat from Altex, $5 said, got to point this out real quick. Pretty sure Fanatics employees are spying on me because they're selling a Cassian sublimated plaque. Yes, I bought it. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't expect geez. anything left.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> had will go all
0: Um Anything else related to this game before we move on to our final topic with you, Craig?
2: No, I just wanted. Uh, it was cool to see Barry Trotz in the building today. Yeah, it's, and I, I I talked to him briefly because he was talking to a lot of people. Of course, uh, Long Island University is here to play ACU in the final season uh, series of the season for the Sun Devils he's talking to their coaches. Like he's, that's who Barry Trotz is. He's just such a good human being. It's a really cool story to see him back at with the franchise where he made his name as a coach, obviously, but I really love that succession plan for the predators. David Poyle did an unbelievable job with his franchise for so many years. And he did it a lot of, a lot of those years in conjunction with Barry Trotz on the bench. So it's a nice little handoff. It was good to see Barry again, literally one of the best guys that I've met around this game always open always accessible for any kind of media whatsoever if he if he barely remembered your face and he remembers a lot of faces he still had time for you
0: yeah he really great so glad glad to see him we'll really be interested to see how he does once he takes the reins um, this summer. All right, last thing we want to talk about, it feels like now this was so many hours ago, so much has happened since then, but I don't want to bury it because it's really, really cool. Um, Today, it was announced that the Premier Hockey Federation Championship, the Isabel Cup, will be played at mullet arena on march 26th at 6 p.m really 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 cool that this event is happening here i think mullet is a really great venue um, and a really great opportunity for anybody here listening to see professional women's hockey live in person and not just that a championship game any championship game is is a game worth watching so i highly recommend trying to get tickets to that it's going to be really cool
2: yeah, and we are working. I've, I've spoken to their media contact. We're going to have someone on our show. I can tell you that in the, in the week leading up to that game. I'm not sure if it's going to be a player or a league official, but we'll get someone on the show to talk about it too because it would be nice to see this thing grow a little bit. I mean, cool. it would be cool to have a team out here, right? Absolutely. I'd like to see that league expand big time. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Question. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, it's Do the you have to raise your 26? hand now? Just because you
0: lost you should You show? should do your ding. Is that what
1: happened? I know. It's the 26th, yeah. right? Yes. March 26th. Yes. Have you looked at the Coyote schedule? Yes, mm-hmm. yes they have a I game have that a day at
0: game.
1: noon. Are they sharing the ice?
0: It'll
2: be we'll over. Games at night. Yeah,
1: it'll be over. Oh, sorry, be So, here. It's a, so, it's a, so w- here was my point. There's an actual doubleheader in the mullet.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. We've been waiting for this all year.
1: We've yeah, yeah, been yeah. waiting for it That's all true. year. So we, can, we, meaning the PHNX Coyotes crew, are going to watch the Colorado Avalanche game. We're gonna do a show live, and then we're gonna tune in either in person on TV somewhere, and we get to see the second game in the same day. It's like a baseball doubleheader. I'm let's yes, let's go.
0: Yep, can't wait. Um, So it'll. So there's four teams left: Boston Pride, Toronto Six, Connecticut Whale, and Minnesota Whitecaps. Hey, Minnesota, give me Minnesota, Toronto, Minnesota, Toronto.
1: If it is Leah, we're going.
0: We have to wager like
1: Minnesota, Toronto. Let's go, Mini. I'd love it. <laughs> Let's go Connecticut whale. Connecticut whale. Yeah, oh my God. Where went, that's where diet. I went to school.
2: That's where I went yep. to school. So. Oh Fantastic. My gosh, that's unreal.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Craig, anything else before we let you go for the evening?
2: Nope. Uh, just wanted to remind everyone that Leah and I were on the winning team uh, in game show. <laughs> okay. Petey was not. And it was. Um... What's the term they use for it? Beatdown. I think that's what they say. kids
1: <laughs> say so. Oh man! There, All right, there Greg, will cool. be redemption someday, somehow. I don't know when and where, but we there should will do be it redemption. with
0: our diehards. I think it'd be a lot of fun.
1: Oh my yeah, God! Can you imagine?
2: That's a that's a great idea. Actually, I yeah, like this a good idea. idea. A
0: diehard meetup.
2: All, All right. right, guys. I will see you on Saturday for the Coyotes' win over the Avalanche.
0: <laughs> yep. Can't wait.
1: <laughs> wait that's, that's an actual road game, so maybe they won't win that one. Hey, yeah, true.
2: This team's a, this team's a wagon. Let's, They're a let's wagon. They're a wagon. Oh, my God. What, do they have, like, 14 goals in their last three games? Yeah.
1: It's They're unbelievable. A
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, Greg. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. See ya. All see ya. right.
1: Bye. Oh, do man. you only have the Avalanche three more times this year?
0: That's bizarre. Yeah. What a... And that they're in their same division. What a weird yep. schedule, you know, Petey. The thing that I don't like about being home is I hmm. really want the Circle K snack cart right now.
1: I was thinking about this when I saw that there was a Circle K read today. I was going, "What the actual f is going to happen to our snack cart?"
0: Like, well, since now I'm convinced that we're in the same thing, we need the, like the cart to roll through. Yes.
1: But believe me, I way. will be now that I knew knew. That's nothing. Yes, for the Colorado game I will be shopping at Circle K because between the orange slices and now the new um salt and pepper chips. The
0: salt and pepper is a game they're changer. Fire.
1: Yeah, they are really, Game changer really,
0: really for great. me. Um, so we're really excited. Obviously, we're really excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Mm-hmm. And to th- kick things off, we've teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity. Text PHNX to 31310 for an opportunity to win a $500, 500. gas card.
1: 500 bucks. So the, the PHNX
0: 31310 Three one zero. Zero. to win a $500 gas card. I want yes. it. Um, so take out your phones right now. Do it. The code's on the screen. See the show notes. Turns out we can't
1: more yeah. detail. Otherwise, we would I try know. to win it.
0: I know. Because I would
1: try to win it. Because that's what it cost me to get to the studio and back.
0: But Not after you pick course. up your snacks from Circle Hay, then you, where do get I home, go? you get home. You get
2: home. What do I do then?
0: And you take an OG's because OG's, OG's and snacks, I mean, match made in heaven. Orange cream skull, strawberries and cream, blackberries and cream, the sleep edition, the microdose, anything you need, OG's has it. And we love them because they're local, scratch made um, here in Arizona. And they're just, they do a lot of really fun, cool things. And and they're just great. And they taste amazing. So if you haven't tried them, uh, definitely, definitely check out OG's. Um, and I will we'll, listen. I need them at the end of the season when we can kind of take a deep breath, catch me with some OGs. And the strawberries and cream flavor, like I mentioned, the Happy Balance gummies are live on the shelves. You can find them at your local dispensary by checking out OGsBrands.com. You must be 21 or older to enjoy. PD, is there anything that we haven't talked about from the game? I'm just going over my notes, making sure we didn't miss anything. I think we're giving
1: flowers to everybody. I will say this. (laughs) Josh Brown's defensive work on the penalty kill elite. And then he did the intermission interview. And we, we've talked about Josh Brown all the time. Like no matter how many times we see Josh Brown, at least I go, "Who, who is that
0: again? It's it's kind of shtick now, but it's really fun. It's like, yeah, that's, our, that's our inside joke is he like,
1: was really good interview. Like he was, he was very articulate and sharp. And that was a great interview. And I'm still, I've said it all season. I thought he'd be the guy that got traded at the trade deadline. And now he's one of those experienced guys that didn't that he's helping these young guys when you look at the back end of Soderstrom and J.J. Moser and Dalamaki, and you look at that, and they can look at Josh Brown and go, okay, he's he shows them the way. And I, I think it's huge that he's staying here for these last 18 games uh, of this season. And I thought he he's a guy that we don't talk enough about because the things he does are so underrated that he defends. He has a good stick. He get. He gets into the corners, he's physical, Um, he competes, he blocks shots. All of those things get overlooked sometimes because they're not the the glamorous goal-scoring thing. So I wanted to make sure he gets recognized at some point here because I think it's important that he's on this roster for these young guys.
0: Yep, absolutely. So glad, glad you gave him his flowers. And-
1: were the referees trying to, like, do they have a quota? You know how at the end of the month you always hear police officers are trying to get their ticket quota up and they hide behind Or,
0: like, or car things? salesmen are uh, yes. uh, yeah,
1: trying to get their quota then. But were the referees, like, we got a quota to meet today? Like, is it, there were a lot of penalties.
0: I thought, by the way, when uh, when Ick Schmaltz took a penalty 20, 26 seconds into this game, I was like, uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Here we go. Yep. And <laughs> um, it, it didn't turn out that way as far as the Coyotes doing badly but it did set the tone for the the refs calling this one it's crazy um usually this is the point of the show where i look around at the other teams in the tank conversation how they did it tonight i don't care i'm not gonna do it um it's not worth it to me the ottawa cracking game is still 4-4 with five minutes to go
1: does the one have so. to catch a plane tonight is it just a layover like did he take a ride from the airport to the arena and going back to the airport and flying
0: no, I think he's spending the night.
1: He's spending the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. He was. And then of he's the weird flying connecting flight.
0: to Charleston. His connection yeah. was, it was Phoenix to Seattle, Seattle
1: to, to Charleston. Charleston. Yeah, that's travel agents should be fired. Although it's a great game. Like, yeah,
0: I like mean, it's
1: Paid paid offer. I'm glad that way,
0: I talked him into going to that.
1: Did you talk to Sean DePaz today about his club?
0: About, um, Well, I did text wow. him and he conveniently didn't respond
1: yeah because he i'm sure he granted
0: he's that. in vegas and he's working and busy but
1: but that team got thumped tonight <laughs> the, the 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 dallas stars put up 10 that's in buffalo 10 to you, 4 you
0: better hope asu buffalo takes series. it home or he's gonna have had a. so
1: is that effect. game going on right now it is ASU it's game? um
0: halftime asu's up 39 25 on the usc and did
1: you of a play already they did the A. and they and won.
0: won. Back okay, the so, A.
1: Back the A. So, so if the, the
0: ASU wins. That's the game tomorrow. Is ASU
1: it ASU play head-to-head to head tomorrow? Oh no. Oh no, Mike Luke. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> back He's gonna be outnumbered the there. A. Back, back the from. A. Um, can't, can't
1: so I'll be tuning into that tomorrow, too. Do we yeah. have hockey tomorrow? We don't have hockey tomorrow.
0: We don't have hockey tomorrow. We actually <laughs> are off tomorrow, but we should look. Ahead at the schedule. Um, and now I understand why the Coyotes never practice, especially if they're winning this much. Because Good when grief. would they have time? um On the road to Colorado on Saturday, hopefully they'll finally lose. Well, oh, they the fly game. tomorrow.
1: So our day off, they're flying. Oh. Yep.
0: Bummer. um yeah. Hey, Minnesota's here Sunday, then it's Calgary, then it's Vancouver, and then Chicago, all at home. They're just home all the time and playing all the time, and it's yeah. just a bizarre stretch of the season, uh, but we're almost to the end.
1: And those are th- those are a couple of really big, um, I know we're talking about the tank, but the, the Vancouver and Chicago, those are teams that they're directly competing with in Chicago right now. We'll see what that team looks like now with Max Domi gone and Patrick Kane gone, and we'll see how they look in the mullet in just over a week. And Rick Tockett's return. Oh, I didn't even think Thursday. about that. and oh. we're are we doing something special on Thursday?
0: We are, but I don't know if we're saying it yet. Okay. But that's cool. just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Just stay tuned for we something some, special. We against have some the Vancouver really Canucks. fun stuff planned. And if you're not going to that game, just
1: if you're not stay going stay locked in on, on the
0: PH and YouTube channel. I guess that's
1: yeah. what i I'll Okay. Say. Yeah. There's some cool
0: um, stuff. Um all right. Well, before we head out, we gotta look at the punch card, duh. Um, see how we're faring on this line. Two wins to start a punch card it's line it's never never been been
1: done done. never been done on the punch card never been done
0: unreal
1: and four is a record and they're gonna they'll beat four they'll get four
0: on this line won't
1: they won't they (sighs) i think so (sighs) (sighs) i can't i just can't believe how close we're getting to the end of this punch card then we go back to our summer shows and we get to talk about road trips and trade deadlines are we doing trade talk tuesdays again
0: Oh well of have trades. To, we have to come out. I know. <laughs> we need to start
1: with new ideas. We ran out of trades.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I
1: I'm but, getting ahead of myself.
0: No, looking forward
1: to playoffs it. are coming. We got yep. all kinds of great playoff shows. We get playoff preview shows. Yeah. But we already have can't some
0: guest plan. Really excited. So I mean, I know the season's wrapping the coyotes, but for us and I, it's funny because Mark just said, get to know draft prospects five through twelve. Well, Mark we're gonna once our the coyote season ends, we're only talking about the draft pretty much and the playoffs for the other teams, but the draft for the coyotes until the draft. So you'll be yeah. familiar. We'll make sure everybody is familiar with not just the top five, not just the top 10, but probably to the top 15. And we'll see, you know, we'll know more once the coyotes pull their lottery ball and we'll know what range they're actually in. We're gonna talk to the experts, we're gonna talk to all the same experts we talked to last year. Um, and we'll make sure that when we get to Nashville or you're watching it on TV that you can look at the draft board and confidently know who all those players are. I assure you that. That is our our goal over these next couple months. So we hope you subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you don't miss any of those shows. And become a diehard at gophnx.com. Um, support Craig's great work and all the other great work of the talented writers at gophnx.com. So you can read their weekly diehard only articles, but most of it is free and unlocked so I implore you to definitely check out all the content on the website. But being a diehard, you also get access to our Discord, which has been a ton of fun. Um, you get 20% off merchandise, such as the Kevin Durant shirt, although oy, that's a whole thing. That's the Sun Show. Can <laughs> We're talk
1: not on the show. We're not going not on.
0: on this show. We're not going there. Um the, the Assassin's shirt, just some really great merch and 20% off events. Including our upcoming PH and X tea party, um, which PD, we had a great time at the great last time. tea party. So
1: and it'll be warmer too.
0: It'll be warmer Friday, March 24th. Um, we'll be at Dobson Ranch for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest, prizes, and more. The PHNX crew, fellow Suns fans, diehards, we'll all be out there watching Katie Booker, hopefully Katie actually, ooh, Booker and the Suns battle in the final stretch games of the season as they take on the Sacramento Kings. So check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today. And diehards, check Discord for your exclusive discount link. Okay. All right. Anything else?
1: Just you uh, wanted to recap a few of those great show ideas for the summer. Somebody be, we, we talked about Craig Wonders. That's definitely yes. you know, the Summer what stressed PD out today. That's yep. also going in. So and Drunk I like History,
0: dig, Nicholas. We've talked about yes, it.
1: And and I think that Drunk History. There's a there's a lot of production involved in that, but gotta happen. And day drinking in Scottsdale, yeah, for sure. But but maybe what that's how
0: done? we get drunk for the drunk yes. History.
1: Yes, but I, 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 I like it. And it's it's just around the corner, but we do have to get ready for the draft and all the things along with it and the ping-pong balls, and hopefully the hockey gods shine upon this team that has done it the right way this yep. season.
0: Exactly. Well, everybody in the chat, we appreciate you being here. Be sure to like this video, whether you're watching live or later. And if you're listening on audio, like, subscribe, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. It means a lot to us. You Can follow us on Twitter at Leah Merrill at S. Peters Hockey at Craig S. Morgan. Follow Sean. Give him a shout about his Buffalo Sabres at wow. Sean underscore. Yeah, probably pause. Hold off
1: on the sabre <laughs> mention today.
0: Um, you can follow PHNX Sports across all the social platforms. You can follow our show at PHNX underscore coyotes. Off tomorrow. Stay locked in on PHNX Sports YouTube. There's always stuff going up every day of the week. uh, But we'll be back Saturday after the Arizona Coyotes take on the Colorado Avalanche. But until then, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy your Friday. And we'll see everybody on Saturday.